A Higher Things Reflection for Friday of the fifth week of Easter, May the 12th, 2023. And I have broken the bars of your yoke and made you walk erect. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 13. In the name of Jesus, amen. Christ is risen. There's a certain strange comfort in believing that the world works like this. God is in control of everything. He gives prosperity and power to the good people. The bad people he sends calamity and weakness so bad they'll wish they were good. In this nicely ordered world, how good you're being can be told by your prosperity and lack of calamity. This was the world of Job's three friends. This is the world of televangelist Jerry Falwell, who, when the World Trade Center was attacked, blamed it on the immoral people of our country. It's the world of Pat Robertson, when Haiti suffered a great earthquake, said it was a judgment for their practice of voodoo. But this is not how God works. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, who could stand? It seems that this is how he works, from these words of Leviticus. But look at the bigger picture. If calamity is the direct response to unbelief and wicked behavior, what about the godless who are enjoying plenty of earthly prosperity? Where is their disaster for spurning the word of the Lord? So much for the neat, tidy world we can understand. The wrong situation of this world can drive us to say with the psalmist, Behold, these are the wicked, always at ease, they increase in riches. All in vain have I kept my heart clean and washed my hands in innocence. So what is the answer for us? The promises made to Israel are only realized through Christ. They are neither literal promises that our daily lives will be free from trouble, nor that diseases are direct punishments for unfaithfulness. It's clear that Israel, as God's nation, fell far short of the faithfulness which God promised to bless. Even when they were rebuked by curses, at best, only a remnant repented. What it takes is God's Son, the Christ, to stand in the place of his people. He was the truly obedient one, who walked in my statutes and observed my commandments and did them. And yet, what Christ got in his passion was the curses our disobedience deserves. This is the only way for sinners to receive God's favor. That is also how he has broken the bars of your yoke to make you walk upright. It's not our good behavior that needs to turn God's heart toward us. While we were still sinners, Christ did this for us. We walked upright before God through faith in his Son. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We implore you, O Lord, in your kindness to show us your great mercy, that we may be set free from our sins and rescued from the punishments that we rightly deserve. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you, for into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, 
and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Can sacred music have meaning apart from words? In Lutheran Music and Meaning, author Dan Zager demonstrates that even beyond the text, there is power and meaning in the very composition of music itself. Dive into the theological meaning in the Lutheran Liturgical Church Service, learning how word and music unite to boldly proclaim the gospel. Lutheran Music and Meaning by Dan Zager, now available from Concordia Publishing House.